0: What's up, everybody? This is Word of a Rebel, and today we're going to talk specifically very short and targeted conversation about exactly how real estate can actually transform your economic situation. I'm going to give you some very precise examples and give you a short version of how you can actually put it into action for yourself um, or for your household and for future generations. So this is the episode to check into. As always, this is Jessica Bordelon Realtor. Let's talk about it. All right, so here's option one. This is the option that I actually took, which is your first purchase being a multifamily property or at the least a property that you are willing and able to share with others. The goal of having this type of shared space is that it's more or less a co op, even though you, as the person, the individual who who bought it, your name is on the deed, you have 100% ownership. What you are doing is creating a, a situation where you and one or two other households or one or two other individuals are all able to lower your cost of living. What you've done in essence is created a situation where three people, two or three people or two or three households are now able to economically advance and live more comfortably. That's what I've been able to do. So I have a uh, a large enough property that I have two separate two bedroom apartments and a studio apartment by sharing expenses with these three different spaces everybody who lives there now has a reduced cost of living what we're able to do then is take that money um the extra money that we have coming in and each individually in our for our own endeavors our own goals we have you know we don't this isn't a situation where you know do a co-op where you have to share money you don't have to share money um, but everybody is able to set aside money for their own personal goals, and it has allowed me to transform my lifestyle for me and my household. All right, so that is option one, and I can break down what that looks like and how it works. Um, option two is very simply buying a home that is going to cost you less than you would otherwise pay in rent. In addition to that, how it transforms your cost of living is you're also able to utilize the equity to create a line of credit if you don't know what a line of credit is it is a lump sum of money that you can use for you know anything from emergency money to investing in business investing in other real estate investing in education Um, you could also which is one of my favorite versions of using your equity um, you could take that line of credit or do a cash out refinance and invest that money into annuities or other products that pay you. I actually did an episode with my friend Rashad, who actually operates in this in that line of work, about how to make your money pay you. And he broke down exactly how much you would need for it to be a profitable um, a profitable investment for you. So definitely, if you want, you can ask me. I can send over that um, YouTube video. You can also check it out on my YouTube channel, Word of a Rebel. We did also share it to IGTV, but of course, you know, IGTV, um, it's probably like at the, as I'm recording right now, it's probably 10 episodes back. But nevertheless, got the information for you on how that works. So the second option, like I mentioned is buying a single family home that costs less than you pay in rent. And then in a couple of years, once it has accrued a little bit of equity, using that equity to create a line of credit or doing a cash out refinance so that you can then reinvest in other uh, lifestyle changing and also financial changing and lifestyle like financial changing and lifestyle changing ways now the interesting thing about this one though is if you did option one which is the one that i did you also have the access to the equity so you've actually got the potential to do both now another benefit of purchasing a home for your family even if it is just a single family home is you don't have to worry about the property owner selling or changing something like how frustrating is that if they change the rules for example about parking or they change the rules about what you can and cannot do to the space or what if they do give away the space and now your rent changes. There's so many factors that can change but whenever you own your own space and you get a fixed rate mortgage, I always say fixed rate because fixed rate locks in your interest rate and so your payments stay the same and you don't have to worry about these these fluctuations every year because some property owners will raise their rents every year. So keeping that in mind, these are just like, that's two methods that you could use real estate to advance your financial situation. So I'm going to go into a couple of more before I end this episode. But what I want to tell you is anybody listening to me right now, um, if you make at least 30000 a year or more, uh, you can buy property. And if you don't make at least 30000 then I would suggest going into a co-op where you do a co-purchase with someone else. Um, where together your income is high enough to get qualified and do it do it regardless like if you're only making 25,000 a year don't hold yourself back like if you if you can if you can co-purchase with somebody do it like you guys lower your cost of living seriously take some ownership and then get ready to use that equity get ready to use that extra money you're saving every month to really transform your economic situation because the reality is like you can't you can't wait for a loan to be forgiven and you you shouldn't rely upon you know like these fast cash options that may be out there or you can't wait and rely on somebody to give you a gift of some type like no like take control of your financial situation own it run it um this is why I do the work that I do because it's transformative now My next option is option three, and this is gonna go out to people, especially to people, but not only, but especially to people who own their own businesses because if you can buy a space where you can actually do your business and live, that's completely transformative. A lot of people have a hard time sustaining a business that requires a brick and mortar location because of the cost of renting a space, right? So what if you could put the two together, buy a space, where you can live and operate your business. Now you only have the one set of bills. You don't have two set of bills, you have one set of bills. This greatly increases the probability that a business will succeed because you've lowered your overhead. In addition to that, if you're owning a commercial space, whether or not you actually operate a business, you can lease that out to other businesses. And I hope that you charge fair rents. You still wanna make a profit, but you also don't have to charge the max rent. That other people are charging if you're trying to, you know, like I said, like lifting other people up as well. So you can buy a commercial space or buy a mixed use space that does both commercial and residential, and you can either live in it and work in it, or you can rent the whole space out. Whatever it is, that is a great avenue for really transforming your economic situation. And like I keep mentioning, your lifestyle. Because if you have a stressed or strained lifestyle, how can you comfortably? experience growth you know I remember like whenever I was you know pinching pennies every 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 week like constantly barely making it barely making it every little you know tire issue or car related issue every little oh I I might be sick I might have to miss a little bit of work like any little thing could throw things out of whack if my daughter had the sniffles or threw up at school like all of that like any of that little bitty stuff like everything financially was thrown out of whack when these things would happen and it's very difficult to think and process and make take action in your life when you're constantly stressed pull to your wits end like stress is the biggest deterrent to growth in my personal opinion don't get me wrong even whenever you get more financially sustainable you're still going to feel stressed sometimes but there's a difference between just, like, the normal stress of, like, I've got a lot to do, I've got a lot to accomplish, and the stress that I'm talking about where you're pinching pennies. Because that's, like, survival stress. When your survival means are threatened, it's very difficult to function. It's very difficult to accomplish anything in that state of mind. And I think anybody who's going through it, who's listening to this, knows. And is probably nodding their head right now. Like, hell yeah, I know exactly what that feels like. So, that's why I'm sharing this information. That's why... I became a real estate agent because it was a way for me to expand my activism. I used to just talk about these topics, but four years ago, I decided to get licensed. I had worked long enough as an assistant to a real estate agent uh, that I knew the business, and I had been in so many investing conversations, and I realized that anybody has the capacity to do this, but a lot of people don't have access to the information, and a lot of people don't have access to the opportunity. And so by taking this move to become licensed as a real estate agent, I'm now able to take my activism to the level it needed to be, which is where I'm able to teach people and guide them through the process of transforming their lifestyle. Because you are a powerful person. You should not be hindered by the limits of whatever the financial situation is that you're currently experiencing or the financial situation that you previously experienced. Some of you listening to this have already overcome quite a lot. And be honest with you, like, I've had several of my clients who had already grown past financial struggle, and they were doing very well, economically speaking, but they were still renting because they were nervous, they were scared. And so they didn't know, okay, well, I don't know if i if I can handle that if I can manage that there's things that I can put in place for you that will make it easy just as an example so all of my buyers I either I get the seller to pay for them to have a warranty or I gift them a warranty if the seller refuses to pay for it and the reason is because the home warranty is such a savior especially in that first year of ownership now most of my clients Continue to pay for the warranty after the first year they get the first year free because it's it's paid for by someone else But most of them continue it because of how much it saves them. Like just for me, for example, I had an issue with my water heater I was able to get it fixed and I only had my copay in essence like the warranty has like a copay, right? So if you buy a house and you're worried about repairs the warranty steps in Um, We had a power surge a few years ago and the thermostat got fried My warranty paid for me to get a new thermostat, and I paid like my copay because that's basically you have like a little small fee that you pay. It's usually fifty to seventy-five dollars per service call, um, depending on the packages you get. And you know, just as those examples right there, just that ease and that comfort of knowing, if I need something repaired in the major systems or appliances, I can get that taken care of because I have the warranty. So whatever the worry is, I have things that I can teach you or put in place for you that will protect you, that will keep you comfortable and and reduce your worries. So if those are the things that are holding you back, it's just this worry about, okay, can I manage it? What about the unexpected? Don't let that hold you back. Let's talk about putting these things in place. And remember those three options that I just gave you, you know, those three options are attainable by anybody who wants to do it. And then we'll talk about your next step after you accomplish the first step. I don't want to give you too much information because it may, may feel overwhelming. I just want to show you that tidbit, that step right there, right? Now, before I close, I want to talk to one more group of people because there's also a group of people who I used to be one of them who would say, I don't want to buy a house because I might not stay in this particular city that I'm in right now, okay? And I get it, you know, you might move, um, the city that I was living in when I was in this experience, um, this was around 2004, I think it was like 2004, a real estate agent came up to me and said, you know, you're young, you probably have really good credit, you should buy property now and you can, you know, use it to grow wealth. And I didn't listen to her. I was like, nah, I'm good, whatever. And I didn't do it. I'm like, I don't want to buy something here and be stuck here you're not stuck here. Like whatever place you're living in right now that you're not 100% sure you're gonna stay in, like the wealthiest people who invest in real estate, they clearly don't live everywhere they have property, okay? So if you buy a property, you're not stuck. Worst case scenario, you're gonna have, you're gonna rent it out, right? And put up a for sale sign until you can sell it. And here's the great thing. Houses, property increase in value as long as you keep minimal maintenance going on them. As long as you maintain them to basic condition, they're going to continue to increase in value. Okay? Like, it's a sound investment. So let's say wherever you are today, right, you buy something. And a year from now, you get this amazing job offer in a different city. Or you just decide that you're going to move. You have a wealth asset. Instead of you paying for the next 12 months into somebody else's wealth asset, For those 12 months, you were paying into your wealth asset. And now, after a year, that property is now worth more than you owe on it. And so you could either rent it out or you could list it and sell it and use the profits to start fresh wherever you're going. And that's what I've encouraged one of my clients to do because there's a good chance that he'll be moving um, sometime next year. And at that point, he's going to have to own his property for two years. I checked the comps for him when he told me he might be moving next year and said, like, yo, like, you really have a significant uh, bump in profit. Like, you're definitely in a good state. So he could either rent or sell it. And now he knows his options. So that's my point. Like, buying property is always a good idea. Like, get you some property. Get you some wealth. And make it work for you. And as a real estate agent, my business model, because I I blended my business with my activism from the beginning, is to show you and guide you on how to do it successfully. I really want to see more people feeling comfortable and more people feeling in control of their path. You don't need to be renting. You can and should grow wealth. If this is not for you, that's perfectly fine. I don't encourage anybody to do this if it's truly not for them there are there are a few people who will always be renters they they are much more comfortable being renters that's perfectly fine you may grow your wealth in other ways you might never want to grow wealth you might be the type of person who's gonna you know move about from place to place simply renting and existing and that is perfectly fine if you don't want to own then you don't but there are a lot of people out there who are listening to me who do want to grow wealth and this is one of the surest ways to do it while also changing your lifestyle and also creating comfort for you now in the present and in the future. So, if you're interested in having a conversation, you can text me at 504-535-4353. I mostly operate out of the New Orleans area and Baton Rouge areas and all those surrounding suburbs around both. Um and Uh, I am, by request, I can be accessible throughout the state of Louisiana, so um, by special request. But I typically work mostly in New Orleans and Baton Rouge, and I've recently been asked to get licensed in uh, Georgia, so I'm going to be accessible there as well. Um, I should be in Georgia around July. Uh, If anybody wants to meet with me in that time frame, I'll be showing properties to my client who is making a move out there so um that's something to come soon in the future and i'm going to test it out and see after working with her um how viable is the Georgia market for me can i manage it um and if i can then absolutely i'll continue to keep both um, louisiana and Georgia as my licensing so once again that number is 504-535-4353 if you are not in any of my service areas but you would like my guidance Um, You can hire me as a consultant. I can't be your agent. I can't go through the process, but I can be hired as a consultant. So keep that in mind. Um, Hit me up. You can also email me, uh, Jessica, at revolutionrealestate.org. And I'm also findable on all social media platforms, at word of a rebel. Be sure to share this episode because this is the kind of content, this is the kind of information that everybody needs to hear. So press the share button on whatever platform you're on, share this to Twitter, share this to LinkedIn, uh, you know, whatever platform you happen to be having access to, share this information, this needs to get out there. As always, this is Word of a Rebel, and I'm here for empowerment.